1: Good morning, and welcome to another InvestorIdeas.com podcast, looking at cannabis news, stocks to watch, as well as insights from thought leaders and experts. Uh, Today we begin our Monday review, which will be focusing on a few early announcements as well as industry trends from the previous week. Today's Monday review features Aurora Cannabis Incorporated trading on the New York Stock Exchange and the TSX as ACB, Afri Incorporated trading on the TSX and the New York Stock Exchange as APHA. The Hill Street Beverage Company, trading on the TSX Venture as Beer and the OTC as HSEEF. Xenobis Global Incorporated, trading on the TSX Venture as ZENA. And Canopy Growth Incorporated, trading on the New York Stock Exchange as CGC and the TSX as Weed. So let's start with Aurora Cannabis Incorporated, who announced that the company has completed the acquisition of all the issued and outstanding shares of privately held Whistler medical marijuana corporation in an all-share transaction pursuant to the terms of an amalgamation agreement dated january 31st of 2019 among whistler aurora and the wholly owned subsidiary of aurora Whistler has developed one of Canada's most iconic cannabis brands, built on quality, award-winning, organic-certified BC Bud, and the transaction provides Aurora with a premium and differentiated organic-certified product suite, expanding both its medical and consumer offerings and reinforcing Aurora's presence in the well-established West Coast cannabis market. Now that this transaction is complete, we intend to accelerate development of Whistler and leverage its iconic brand globally, said Terry Booth, CEO of Aurora. Applying certain of our best practices to the Whistler cultivation protocols, we anticipate an increase in capacity of the Pemberton facility beyond the stated 5,000 kg annual production target. Furthermore, in pursuing EU GMP certification, we expect once certified to offer Whistler's premium organic flour and derivative products in much higher margin EU medical cannabis market, further increasing the accretive nature of the transaction. Whistler and Aurora are very much aligned with respect to cannabis culture and community. We expect a swift and successful integration into Whistler, our latest partner. Aurora has had a busy month, having announced the first commercial export of cannabis oil to the UK. The company's construction of a 300,000 square foot expansion at the Edmonton International Airport named Aurora Polaris, intended to serve as Aurora's center of excellence for the industrial scale production of higher margin as well as its agreed-upon terms, to acquire a 51% ownership interest in Gala Farm LDA, a licensed applicant of Portugal, to establish a local facility to produce medical cannabis and derivative products. Next, we look at Afria Incorporated, who announced that Health Canada has granted the company its license amendment, permitting Afria to commence production in an additional 800,000 square feet of facilities at its Afria 1 location, as part of the company's completed Part 4 and Part 5 expansions. This is a major milestone for Afria on its path to becoming a leading global cannabis producer, as well as a positive development greatly anticipated by the Canadian cannabis industry, said Erwin D. Simon, interim CEO of Afria. Afria's progress expanding production and automation is essential to our strategy of securing scale and long-term advantages that enable the evolution of the cannabis industry through product and brand innovation. With Afria 1, we now have the ability to expand our production capacity by over three times. Simon concluded that we are ready to hit the ground running and look forward to alleviating industry-wide supply constraints with our greatly expanded production capacity and sophisticated proprietary automation technology that will ensure AFRIA remains at the forefront of cannabis cultivation and innovation. In anticipation of Health Canada's approval, we have allocated a portion of our previously approved capacity to mother and vegetative plants that will be used as an initial growing crops of Part 4 and Part 5. As a result of these measures, growing operations in the expanded facilities are expected to commence without delay. By this Friday, we will move swiftly to establish nearly 22,000 plants in Part 4 and Part 5 expansion, with an additional 12,000 plants added each week thereafter until we reach full cooperation rotation now this follows afria's announcement in february of a worldwide license agreement with Mano Molecular science llc as well as an independent members of board of its directors consisting of Shlomo bibas john Hurlt, tom looney and erwin simon who unanimously approved the early termination and liquidation of a promissory note option and other agreements related to the company's previously announced investment of all interests in liberty health sciences Incorporated. As detailed in September 6 of 2018, the company entered into a share purchase agreement with a group of buyers, wherein it completed the sale of the shares, making 100% of its outstanding interest in Liberty, in exchange for a five-year promissory note due September 6 of 2023, bearing interest of 12% per annum and in the amount of $59 million. AFRIA retained an irrevocable option to repurchase its shares in Liberty from the buyers for a period up to five years, subject to the satisfaction of certain conditions. In line with AFRIA's commitment to enhanced corporate governance practices and renewed focus on its strategic plan, the option in Liberty shares represent a non-essential holding of the company. Accordingly, the independent members of the board of directors unanimously approved the early termination and liquidation, wherein the company received cash... Consideration of 47.4 million and may earn up to an additional 10 million based on certain value thresholds. Next, we look at the Hill Street Beverage Company, who challenged Canadians to go alcohol free for the month of January and, in doing so, demonstrated its ability to leverage effective marketing to achieve its business objectives. The Hill Street Challenge, which represented the company's first fully integrated marketing campaign, and capitalized on a growing trend to go dry for the month of January. It was designed to build awareness on the Hill Street brand amongst Canadians, help people understand the benefits of going alcohol-free, and ultimately drive consideration of the company's alcohol-free products. This follows the announcement with Lexaria Bioscience Corporation to license Lexaria's Dehydratech trademark, on a semi-exclusive basis for the term of five years, and a national agreement with Lifford Cannabis Solutions Incorporated, who will be responsible for the sales and distribution of Hill Street's cannabis-infused beverage portfolio in Canada. We created the Hill Street Challenge as a way to highlight some benefits of going alcohol-free, but decided to do that in a slightly outrageous way so people would sit up and take notice, said David Pallara, Chief Marketing Officer at Hill Street, referring to the irreverent videos created as part of the campaign. We've been working hard over the past year to get people to understand that giving up alcohol doesn't mean giving up drinking or having, even having a good time. And the outstanding results of this campaign demonstrate our efforts are having an impact. Next, we look at Zenabis Global Incorporated, who announced that it's been approved to cultivate and grow cannabis at the 255,000 square foot facility in Stellerton, Nova Scotia. This represents the third Zenabis facility in Canada, licensed to grow cannabis, adding design capacity of 18,500 kilograms of dried cannabis per year. This also follows Zenabis announcing, reaching a letter of intent with the Society Québécois de Cannabis or the SQDC, Quebec is the ninth Canadian jurisdiction with Xenobis has been distribution relationship. Xenobis also has the distribution agreements with the government and third-party retailers in British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and the Yukon Territory. So lastly, we look at Canobie Growth Corporation, who announced a transformative clinical research partnership which will investigate the efficacy in cannabinoids as an integral part of the novel treatment of post-concussion neurological disease in former NHL players. Now, researchers estimate that between 1.6 and 3.8 million athletes suffer from sports-related concussions each year. 10 to 15 percent of these athletes will go to development chronic post-concussion symptoms that can affect their ability to function. The results of this original study may also lead to new cannabinoid-based therapies that help athletes in other professional sports, along with adults who suffer from the aftermath of brain injuries from accidents and other activities. Approximately 100 former players will be enrolled in the randomized double-blind study. The research will be led by NEEKA, Health Canada's Dr. Amin Kassan a world-renowned neurosurgeon who completed his undergraduate training at the University of Toronto and has led four neurosurgery programs over two decades. Joining Dr. Kassan is Dr. Richard Rowan, a neurosurgeon who completed postgraduate training through the Global Clinical Scholarship Research Training Program at Harvard University Medical School. Their combined expertise in neuroscience, molecular cell signaling, brain mapping, and clinical trial design may lead to novel cannabis therapies that have the potential to improve the lives of patients suffering from post-concussion healthcare issues. Now this follows a busy month for Canopy Growth Corporation, having announced that Martha Stewart has joined the company in an advisory role to assist with developing a positioning of brand new line of product offerings across multiple categories as well as naming Hillary Black as its Chief Advocacy Officer, and the multi-year agreement with Alamation Couchtard Incorporated, trading on the TSX as ATD.A and ATD.B, in which, pending the results of the public consultation process, Couchtard has entered into a trademark license agreement with one of the winners of the Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario's Expression of Interest Application Lottery, who will operate a Tweed-branded retail store in London, Ontario, once the process is complete. The lottery winner will have the full ownership and control over the London store. As the cannabis industry continues to grow, InvestorIdeas.com podcasts will continue to deliver more ideas worth investing in. That's all for today's podcast. Podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through Cognite Incorporated CM certification. InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website, and this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products.